0: It's the season finale of The Wheelhouse. Join Kathy, Penny, and me as we talk about the human factor, all things accomplishment-driven leadership. A new episode of The Wheelhouse begins right now. We're back. Welcome to season four of The Wheelhouse. I'm your host, Dr. Grant Chandler, CEO of Students Matter. In this season, I am delighted to host a roundtable discussion with two of my favorite leaders in education, Penny Brockway and Catherine Money. We'll focus on one of the foundational components of our framework accomplishment driven leadership. You know, in season three, we explored the five arenas of accomplishment driven leadership, how to plot a growth trajectory and then how to use those arenas to do what matters most, serve our students by growing our people. We'll continue exploring accomplishment-driven leadership in this roundtable by thinking about the paradigm shifts we need to make on our journey to becoming accomplishment-driven leaders. At Students Matter, we believe it's a priority as educators to prove to each student and each teacher that they are distinctive and irreplaceable. Together, let's continue to step up to this incredibly important challenge and add additional tools and skills right into our wheelhouse. Welcome back to the wheelhouse. I'm here with my good friends and colleagues, Penny Brockway and Kathy Moni. Good morning. Good morning,
1: morning, friends.
0: We have come to the season finale of season four of The Wheelhouse. We've been talking about accomplishment-driven leadership. Uh, We have been defining some very big overarching paradigm shifts that uh, are inherent in that journey to be an accomplishment-driven leader. We'll recap those, right, from all to each, manage and lead to navigate, buy in to discretionary effort, feedback to growth, student growth to adult and then student growth, professional development to changes in practice, thinking about the status quo to deliberate change in destination and course. And finally, last week's episode was around the, this paradigm shift from hierarchical authority. To shared purpose and responsibility. So our goal today, should we choose to accept it, is to make meaning of this entire season and wrap it up as we come to the end of season four. So when you see all of that in one place, wow, ladies, we've really traveled quite a bit of of the road as we have thought about and talked about these paradigm shifts.
1: Wow, was exactly what was going through my mind as you were uh, recapping those. We've had a lot of really great discussions over the last few weeks.
2: I looked at those, and in my mind, I'm just like, "And it works! It works! (laughs) It works!" I mean, Mm -hmm. it there there is proof. This works. It is a better way of doing it, and um, and I just I can't quit smiling because it's beautiful. It's wonderful.
0: So you know. We're gonna. We're just gonna attempt to make some sense out of this as we wrap it all up for season four, and then look ahead to season five. We know that you know. Every time you open your email, there's there seems to be uh, a new definition emerging uh, around leadership, right? Uh, do you think, or how do you think? How is is ADL accomplishment driven leadership? How is it different from those, or why do we need it? Mm-hmm. I think
2: because the shifts that we have been talking about happen within the leader, within the leader's mental models, within the leader's view of who they are, what their purpose is, why they're on this path or this journey of leadership, and it happens there first. So it changes the leader and that then creates that effect across across um, the building, the district. Um, and I think that's how it's different. It's not a thing you do.
1: Yeah, it's absolutely who you are and what that means in that leadership role for everyone else within the organization. So thinking about a conference, I just had the you know privilege to attend. And um, listening to educators that are, you know, from all over the, the country and even some outside of our country that attended um, and students and their voices. And it just was really, really evident that the need to change who we are as leaders really does transcend across all so and each educator going back to how we started this conversation how many how many episodes ago and what a difference that will make and does make for students so if as leaders we aren't willing to be accomplishment driven to focus on each student navigating this strategic vision and this destination, ensuring that every educator is supported in their growth and each of them matters, it doesn't make its way to the the kids. And that's, that's why we're here. And I think about that, the word authentic
2: comes to mind, Kathy, because
1: mm-hmm.
2: it is authentically why you show up every day mm-hmm. um so i just go back to the fact that it's not a recipe it's not a punch mm-hmm. list it's not a to do and i think that's where often things start to fall apart when we wanna put a list together that we check off the boxes mm-hmm. and this isn't that we work with human beings and our mm-hmm. final product is beautiful human beings. And Mm -hmm. so if we're not starting every day that way and letting that drive why and how we make the decisions that we make, and we treat individuals, each person, the way we do, then we're never going to develop those beautiful human beings mm-hmm. where, and, and we don't do it by ourselves, but, it, but we're never going to contribute to that. Right. We're never going to contribute to that because then it's just an agenda. And that's what accomplishment driven leadership isn't. It's not an agenda. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so much more.
0: As you think about those paradigm shifts and there are eight of them that we talked about and I read them read them again at the at the top of the episode um are there words that come to mind that you would use to summarize them they're all very different so you can't you know I'm not sure there's a word cuz I haven't found it a word that would that would encapsulate all of them but is there a word that encompasses what they intend and maybe that's a word you've already mentioned
1: It's the human factor for me, you know, it's that really, and using that word that Penny did, that authentic human to human connection. So it's within leaders, it's within every person within that organization, from those on staff and the students, it's about our growth and development as human beings.
2: And I go to each, the one we did straight off the top, right? Um, It's for each. And you you come to believe and realize that it is possible that each person in the organization can grow, that each Mm -hmm. person is loved, that each person has great potential, and you can be a factor in helping them recognize that. And so I go back to each all the time because otherwise we give up so quickly on some when it, when it pushes back against our, our ability to see ourselves being able to help, right? Like, oh my gosh, I don't even know what to do there. Right? It's each person has that potential and that growth. So I go back to that one, that if you don't deeply own that and
1: recognize that the rest of them probably aren't going to resonate either.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Which then reminds me again, being back, um, Uh, this weekend at a conference and listening to a student panel. And although these students are, you know, from a, a different state, a different location in which we currently, you know, work and serve as leaders, I think they, they were speaking on behalf of, of many um, students across the country and overwhelmingly those young, beautiful individuals Said we just need you to connect, connect with us, to see us, to to hear us. I mean, over and over again, it was them saying, "Pay attention to each of us, um, and don't let any one of us go unseen or unheard." That's that's what they want desperately.
0: So why aren't we doing that?
1: That's a really good question. <laughs>
0: I think because it well, seems like such a, such a simple yet powerful request. Why are we not doing it? I know. Cause
1: you know, you and I discussed this grant as we were, you know, just reflecting on, on the, the different things that we were learning and hearing over the weekend. And it, to me in in the profession that we're in, it is the lowest bar. I, I think to, 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 Personally, my belief is to to connect with each student that we are entrusted with is like the bare minimum, but yet it's the furthest away in many incidents instances with with our students, with our kids. And I I don't know if it's because we well I do know, and I what I believe is that because I mean it starts with leadership, right? It starts with that person that is setting the course and that destination and and really believing in each of the adults in which they're entrusted with as their staff and how they're building and helping grow their capacity, that partnership with them. Because then that Cascades throughout the entire organization. So you shouldn't have these pockets of people that are doing this, but instead, as an entire entity, this is who we are. This is what we believe. This is how we function day in and day out.
2: I think some of the reason inside of that, Kathy, totally agreeing with you. But I think some of it inside of that is it's not, it's messy, Mm -hmm. it's not clean. It's not, um, I want to say it's not predictable, although there's very predictable pieces to it, but with it being so individualized in each, right? Mm-hmm. It's hard to know exactly what the next step is going to be. So there's a lot of us in our profession who really like to control things. And I put myself <laughs> right up there at the top of the ranks, right? I my hands raised. Yep. <laughs> I, I want to know. I want to know what's coming next. And I want to know. And as much as a leader, every leader has to have that destination in their mind in that place, how you get there is not predictable. And I think mm-hmm. that goes back to that checklist. And that, I think, in and of itself instills fear in people. And I don't think there's a problem in our world that might not boil itself down to, we're afraid. We're mm-hmm. afraid to take the next step. And some people have taken the next step so many times and gotten beat on because of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. It wasn't predictable. You weren't doing enough. Or it didn't look like the neighbor's classroom looked. Or it didn't mm-hmm. right. And then that gets exhausting, and so you go underground, <laughs> and yeah. you take care of kids in in other ways because I, I can't keep doing that, you know, and risk things,
1: mm-hmm. you know,
2: that I might lose, um, including my job because of the choices that I make to mm-hmm. do this right work, right?
1: Which is just incredibly sad, right? That you think about. Um, as educators, there, there isn't a person that's showing up um, that's walking through those doors, whether it's the classroom, the building, the, you know, the district level um, in the bus garage in the food service, you know, it doesn't matter. We're not showing up to damage kids, you know, we're, we're, we're showing up to do our absolute best. um, But within a space that we can't do it alone. We simply can't. And so what does what does that mean to to lead a an organization in a way that that thinks and behaves differently? It is messy, Penny. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's hard. I think it's um kind of funny as my grown
2: children work in other industries and customer service comes up frequently. Mm-hmm. And our customer service are children, right? The customers mm-hmm. we are serving are these little children. And and yet we are an institution. They almost work against each other automatically by definition. And, and so do we keep track of the fact that the customer we're serving are children? Um, I, I don't know if we do that very well. And, you know, all these other industries, they actually have departments in their, (laughs) in their organization called customer service, right? Mm -hmm. That's all we do. And I, so I think about that in the sense of just having never found or maybe lost that real recognition of who we are here for. Mm
0: -hmm. You know, when, when we, we were, you know, finishing up writing Powerful Student Care, that book, uh, that's out there that accompanies, you know, accomplishment-driven leadership. We had, you know, one of the big questions was, um, you know, as we were thinking about potential titles, and then of course, you know, the our editors came up with the best title ever. But anyway, you know, we we were we had a conversation around, you know, humanity, the human factor, and the, the conversation that Kathleen and I had, and I talked about it last week, was, um, you know, is it that we need to bring humanity. Back into the classroom, or did we never really have it in the first place? And I don't know, I don't know that the answer matters. (laughs) I don't know if it matters whether it's back or for the first time, but I know that if we listen to the people, if we listen to the people who matter the most, which are our students, they're begging us to bring humanity into. Uh, Into the school, into the Mm -hmm. classroom. Whether or not it's back again, don't know, right? But they want it. They want it there, right? They they want us to recognize, and validate, and hear and see uh, each of their their own humanity.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: I think that's interesting, and I think it's been there because each of us who can name those teachers, the individuals who had impact and knew us and understood us and reached out to us and and went to the line for us, right? We can, almost everybody you talk to can talk about that one teacher that had that level of impact or some level of impact, right? I mean, some, some students are so fortunate, some children are so fortunate to have that in multiple arenas of their lives and others aren't. But when you can name that, that's a person who truly, at least did that for you, right? At least had that level, that, that type of humanity built into, and they don't think about that. I don't think that's always a conscious decision, right?
0: And we also know that there are a lot of children in our schools across the country that never, that never experienced that, right? Mm-hmm. That never, you know, we, we heard, we've heard, we've heard those stories. We know about those stories. We know that they exist. Um, and, you know, we know if we listen to students that they're telling us that, you know, that many of them don't experience that, which is what which is what this is all about. It's about bringing, you know, you've said it, it's about bringing the human factor, right? It's about yeah. bringing that mm-hmm. back or into, for the first time, into our educational realm. And I think we we have lost sight of that over the years, you know, with all of the other external factors, right? I mean, it's mm-hmm. interesting that... You know, legislators and you know all sorts of other people, um you know, bureaucrats, and they believe they they have they have the answers to what it is that we need to do. And yet our students, the ones who are on the receiving end, um are telling us that we really need to look at it a little bit different way, that what they really need is not what's being discussed out there um, in accountability, in high stakes testing, in, in bureaucratic rules and laws and and whatever. So, um, you know, certainly for me, that's that's the goal of accomplishment-driven leadership is certainly not to buck all of that and to say that that doesn't exist Mm -hmm. or that it's not important, but to say there's something else that's more important. What do you want listeners to, as we wrap up this season, the final question, the final question of season four, what do you, Penny Brockway and Kathy Moni, what do you want listeners to take away? from season four of the wheelhouse Mm,
2: hope there's (laughs) there's a way to not drown there's a way to honor humanity and reach each person that that is within your sphere um and that's and it's hopeful and i i just want them to know that um that it's there, it's here, and it's available. Um, And I remember the feeling of not having that hope and not being able to see change happening for the betterment for students. And um, how discouraging, that's such a light word for it, but discouraging it felt to know there had to be a better way. There just had to be. And um, so that's my word, hope
1: yeah, and i I hope our listeners hope our listeners really um want more that they want to to dig in, to to take any one of these paradigm shifts and and reflect and and think about. so what is what does that mean for me and where I'm at currently, and how what's my next best step to get closer and closer? um to this this change that is so desperately needed for kids.
0: So my friends I thank you for season 4 this was an incredible conversation uh, in 10 in 10 bite-sized parts uh over the, talking in more depth about what this what this thing is called accomplishment driven leadership it's been a pleasure to welcome you to the wheelhouse for this roundtable conversation I've thoroughly enjoyed it on so many levels um we're going to take a short hiatus and we will be back Kathy and Penny have I think they've agreed to join me again in season five. Uh, And so we'll be back soon with season five of The Wheelhouse. And that wraps up another episode of The Wheelhouse. New episodes of season four drop every Tuesday, beginning February 7th and running through March 28th. The Wheelhouse is a production of Students Matter LLC. Our show's theme music, Off We Go, was written and performed by Cody Martin and obtained through Soundstripe.com. If you'd like to explore this topic further and take our online course on accomplishment-driven leadership, or if you have something you'd like to share or a leadership problem you'd like to see us address, drop us a line at registrar at ourstudentsmatter.org. You can find me on LinkedIn or Mastodon, and of course, stop by our website and check out what we offer at www.ourstudentsmatter.org. You can subscribe to this podcast on either iTunes or Spotify or any other place where you find your podcasts. It can also be found on our website uh, at Captivate, and that address is https forward slash forward slash the dash wheelhouse dot Captivate dot FM slash episodes. If you like our show, please leave us a review. I'd love to hear what you like. Together, our goal is to continuously enhance and utilize our arenas of accomplishment-driven leadership. Proving to each student and each teacher that they are both distinctive and irreplaceable is hard work. But being an educator is the noblest of all professions. Until next time, remember, we got you.